One of those coaches is joining us now, Carlton assistant coach Ash Hansen on the boundary. Ash, welcome to Crunch Time. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks for joining. Take us into the club inside the four walls this week after the disappointing loss. How do you re-energise this group? Did you do anything different? How did the week look? Yeah, uh, we're certainly disappointed um, with the results at the moment, but the key thing is we're not despondent. And within the four walls, as coaches, you try to create um, an environment where there's high accountability for actions, but it's also an environment that they want to rock up to every day. So we've certainly been um, pulling different levers to make sure they're stimulated and engaged and want to be in the environment, but then having the balanced approach of the accountability around you know, where we want to go and the process that we need to follow to make sure that we're getting the result on the weekend that our fans and our players are striving really strongly for. Ash, you've been in footy for a long time now and you, as a player and as, as an assistant coach, when you sit with Michael Voss and the other coaches on a Monday morning or whenever you meet after the game, what, how long do these meetings go for and how long um, or how difficult is it to come up with solutions to re-energise the players, especially this time of the year? I'd imagine there'd be a lot of clubs that would be trying to find many different ways to, I guess, motivate the players and teach them new things so they can learn and play better on the weekend? Yeah, uh, you're right, Tom. It certainly takes a lot of time um, on a Monday. Uh, generally, we'll meet for probably two and a half hours and, and go through the game in a fair level of detail, but then avoid getting caught too much up in the weeds because you can dig really deep, but then sometimes the most obvious things are the things you have to chase. Um, we try to keep our weeks... Um, fairly consistent in our approach to the educational side of the game and making sure that we're breaking up the game into into little parts because we know that the educational point of retention um, and the learnings that come out of your meetings um, need to be absorbed so um, that's drip fed over the course of the week with clearly a focus on the upcoming opponent and then aligning what came out of the previous match that's going to be really important for this week so um, I guess from a coaching perspective that's where we sit um, and similar to what I said before, you're still looking for different ways to stimulate, engage with the players during the week because it's a long year um, and certainly when results aren't going your way, you're probably not getting that sugar hit every, every week. So reminding the players of their strengths um, and showing them what they're doing well but with a level of accountability which I spoke about before is really important. So the hardest thing about coaching is the artistry of that balance um, which you, you probably, it's like a seesaw every week. Sometimes you might go a little bit hard on the accountability and then some weeks you might go a little bit harder on the strengths. It really depends on the mood of the group and, and Vossi then engage with the leadership group and getting a sense of the locker room temperature and, and listening to them. Um, so it, it really is a collaborative approach um, from a number of ways, Monday, Tuesday, to set up your week. I was intrigued with what Mark Murphy said on ABC yesterday. I know that he's been out of the Union Sanctum for a couple of years, but he said, the feeling is Carlton has invested in a stoppage game and the AFL has turned into a turnover game with quick, risky football, and they just haven't trained that and are trying to rectify, rectify that during the season. How accurate is that? Uh, well, it's not accurate because he hasn't been in the Intersanctum. Yep. Um, so we've certainly trained that, and we, are, we clearly know that um, the profile of the best teams is, is transition football. Um, but then getting field position from stoppage is really important. And funnily enough, um, our transition nature early in the year was quite good and was holding up. It was our stoppage play, which is our strength from last year, which probably wasn't giving us great mm. field position. So um, you can get caught chasing your tail. I think as a coaching group, 
as we continue to know our playing list and know what we need to protect in our game style that makes our DNA so strong, um, that's what we're learning every week. So I think um, it's not naive, but every part of the game has its place um, and you've got to know what works for your playing group and then make sure that I suppose you're touching on that and protecting that in your preparation each week, um, but then developing and um, growing your blind spots because you want to try and minimise those as much as you can too. Ash, from a technical and coaching point of view, what is the number one priority to fix slash adjust to see a strong performance today? Oh, clearly, um, in the third quarter last week, um, our centre bounce and, and stoppage work didn't give us the field position and the chance um, to convert. So centre bounce and stoppage will be critical today, especially against the Gold Coast Suns, who play a high contest game. And then making sure that our shot quality is high. So... Our inside 50 conversion to score is quite high, but our shot quality is quite low. So we've been doing a fair bit of work on trying to create better shots, which will in turn um, give us greater accuracy. Uh, then that scoreboard nourishment and pressure on the opposition. Ash, you mentioned the goal kicking. It's been talked about, obviously, in relation to Harry a fair bit. What role do the coaches play in how a player approaches their set shot routine, what control does the player have and what additional resources can you put around a player to support that? Well, yeah, goal kicking, um, it's multidimensional and I guess the, the role that the coach plays is relationship-based with the player. But at the end of the day, the player has the final say because I'm sitting in the coach's box when Harry lines up and I'm hoping that um, the support and the guidance that we've spoken about and given him during the week translates onto the field. So he has the ultimate say. Um, and don't worry, I can be as frustrated as the fan out there when we've spoken about something during the week and it doesn't quite align. Um, but it's his 100th game today, Harry, and the last 25, I guess he's learnt a lot around football and his role and the best way to, to execute. And I think he's on the right path. He's a very smart footballer. He knows the work he has to do in the off-season. But he's really aware about his responsibility um, this season and what he needs to do to, to make sure that, yeah, we're getting reward for effort inside Ford 50. Um, we certainly have... Um, the mental skills approach um, that, that Tara Kavanagh, our in-house psychologist, provides to the players from the mental perspective and then the coaching perspective is clearly the technical aspect of the game and then we have the training environment that we need to provide players so they have the opportunity and if you use Harry and Charlie and a few others, no, none of them practice more so uh, what frustrates me a little bit in the media is when they say oh they can't practice enough these days, the sports scientists don't allow them, that's that's a lot of BS. They, they do a lot of practice on it, but sometimes more practice can inhibit you. Um, so, um, yeah, some of those guys are in a form slump. They're aware of it, but certainly we don't want that footy, you know, feeling like a medicine ball in their hands when, when they're lining up. We want them to be light and free and, and know to follow their process and their routine and back in the work they've done during the week. So, uh, yep. long, long answer, but multidimensional. <laughs> well, I'll ask for a short answer. We've got about 30 seconds till a hard break. If Brendan Gale called you this week, would you take his call and, um, and be interested in a job at Richmond? <laughs> I've got a lot of focus on Carlton at the moment. Um, but I suppose when, it, when any club reaches out, you always have the conversation um, because they're, they're highly prestigious roles, but certainly I haven't given it much thought. Um, inside 50s is all I think about at the moment. <laughs> for Carlton. Good answer. Well, Ash, best of luck today against the Gold Coast Suns and thanks for joining us on Crunch Time. Thanks, Sarah.